All right, let's run it. He's deep cover. Last I heard, he's tracking the syndicate. Uh, yeah, last I heard, he was three over par. Last I heard, sounded like someone torturing kittens. Last I heard, my gym makes money. I heard five. You heard wrong. You heard him. Those were his last words. Last I heard, he'd been defeated again. Last I heard, Joe coaches women's wrestling. Potus is weak? Yeah, last I heard. I heard that. I heard that. Last I heard, he lived around here somewhere. Last time that I heard, you had, uh... Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Last I Heard podcast. I am your host, Lee Dempsey. Um, I am joined today with three special guests, one returning guest, uh, Andrew Overfelt. Um, first time back in a long time, I guess. Um, we got Daniel Overfelt joining us and Jake Barber. Uh, how are you gentlemen doing today? We're good. good? I'm good. Everybody's Feels all good. swell. Good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Feels good, man. Yeah, I'm doing well. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, we got a little special edition episode going on here. We're doing a little, a uh, little masters going on, uh, this week. And Andrew came to me with the idea of doing a show for it and I'm all for it. I'm not, I don't know too much about golf. Um, but, uh, I am here with these three gentlemen who are very well knowledge in the game and yeah, we got a good episode, uh, going for you. Uh, we got a good one for you today, as Steve Harvey would say. Um, yeah, so to get into it, uh, I guess right off the bat, um, yeah, I don't know, Andrew, what, what's, what's the big news? What's, what's going on? What's, uh, what are people talking about right now as we're getting into this Masters? Well, obviously, um, everyone's going to be talking about Tiger. I mean, they're talking about Tiger even if, even if he's not playing. So, um, but uh, earlier today, he did announce in the Tuesday presser that they do at, the, at Augusta there that he is planning on playing, which if I was the betting man, I would say that means he is playing. So if, I, don't, I don't see any setbacks coming, so he's definitely going to be teeing it up. Uh, I think he tees it up mid-morning, Thursday morning. So everyone's excited for that. He really has done a lot for the game of golf. He's done a lot around that course. Everyone is excited that he's playing. All the fan, all the fans are going to be going ballistic. There's nothing in Augusta like a Tiger Roar. So to have him playing after all the shit that he's been through is kind of a huge storyline and one will the will, the one that will be followed quite extensively. All right. All right. What's what's besides Tiger? What is going on? Like, is is there anyone really favored out uh, out the door for this? Not really, in terms of like who's like the who's you know the the leader. Um, I mean, you're you've got your top twenty guys there. I mean, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler just became number one golfer in the world. Tristan Thomas, Dustin Johnson. You got so many top guys. It's it's you know. Seven ten years ago, it was like okay, it's Tiger, it's Phil. But now, I mean, there's so many good golfers that are that have a chance. So that's what makes it more exciting nowadays. Absolutely, and it's kind of interesting too. I uh, John Rahm is the odds-on favorite, and kind of has been for a while. But as the weeks gone on, the odds for him to be, I think it started at like plus eight hundred, and then it was nine hundred earlier this morning, and now it's plus eleven hundred. So the odds on him being the winner keep going down and down. 
there's really not like a clear cut favorite anymore. Why do you think that is, Daniel? Why I wonder. Do you, why do you think that, that? What factors in? Sorry, Jake. No, I I wonder if that is uh, because of money moving to Tiger. Oh, okay. It could be. But also, I don't know a whole ton about John Rahm's game, but I know that the uh, the weather for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is looking to be pretty windy, so you got to be pretty accurate. I don't know. If, I don't know how he is with his approach shots or anything off the top of my head, but I don't know if that factors into it or not. He used to be one of the top guys in the in the uh, um, one of the top guys in the country at that, but or in the world at that. But he has been. Slightly slacking of, as of late. His game hasn't been quite as crisp as it normally is. Yeah, and I think a good part of it is his putting as well. And uh, I guess there's a place where you really need your putting. And uh, if he doesn't have that this week, he's not going to stand a chance no matter how well he's striking it. What was that one putt he missed, he missed a couple weeks ago? It was like uh, two-footer or something like that. That was yeah. John Rahm, right? That, that he, he yeah, only hit it like half. three inches and, yeah, and left it short. Yeah, and then he had the comments at one of the tournaments that it was just turning into a putting contest because uh, he was a little frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he has quite the temper for a golfer, too, so it's kind of it's kind of hilarious to see that. Watch that unfold, missing a one-and-a-half-foot putt because he, get, he gets very angry, especially in the majors if he's not performing well. If he gets like pretty angry, does it does it really affect his game? Do you see like if he struggles a little, he just tanks? He used, he used to, yeah. I would say he's he's gotten better, but it's it's still there. Oh. Uh, like as a person, he's just a fiery guy, and that's why he can also go on these runs where he's making birdies like crazy, and uh, that's what caused him to shoot up to number one in the world. But uh. It also goes the other way. When it goes bad, sometimes uh, it turns into a dumpster fire pretty quickly. <laughs> so Lee, going back to um, your note of like who's the favorite, I'll, I'll run off like a few of the betting odds. Is just obviously it's going to vary by sportsbook, but right now John Rahm eleven to one, Justin Thomas fourteen to one, Dustin Johnson fifteen to one. Cam Smith, Scotty Sheffer, 16 to 1. Kepka, Morikawa, McElroy, Thief, and Hovland, 18 to 1. Okay. So that's like 10 guys that are better than 20 to 1 to win. So, And then there's a, about a handful of guys that are like 20 to 1, 22 to, 22 to 1. So there's really, I would say, favorites. There's probably 15, oh, wow. 15 of them. So. I feel like I don't know about you, Jake and Daniel, what you think, but I just feel like the this year it seems like there's not really usually there's like a clear cut like oh this guy you know he's the favorite this guy's the favorite you know there's like three or four guys but Chris I feel like there's 15 favorites I mean any I could go mm-hmm. down to I mean I could go down to Xander Shoffley at 22 to one he's the he's like the 15th worst odds and I could mm-hmm. see him easily winning. Yeah, I mean, a lot of majors, you, you talk about Brooks, but he's been struggling lately. Um, I think he's had a top 10 in 50% of the majors he started. Yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. <nuts. laughs> and then, I mean, you got uh, Bryson coming back from injury. Uh, he once claimed Augusta to be a par 67. So, uh, he, he can uh, bomb the ball. He can go low, but... Uh, 
I wouldn't count him out if he's healthy now um, and over his little Saudi thing as well. Yeah, that's just the thing. I don't, I don't know that he is healthy. I think it was a couple weeks ago he said he's maybe at 80% at the time, but I <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's had to like change his game too. Like he was, I think it was either last week or two weeks ago, he was hitting a four iron off the tee and was trying to hit little stingers to get him in the fairway because he couldn't swing the driver the way that he's used to just because of his injuries and stuff like that. He's got like a hip injury, a hand, a wrist injury, and a, like a, he used to have a torn labrum or something like that. So he's really beat up. Yeah, something something's going on with him. He's he's not right. I mean, he's the type of guy that if he can he can do it, he's going to hit a driver. And for him to be hitting three wood or four iron off the tee means something's going on. Yeah, well, well, he was healthy enough to uh, the other day go on Amen Corner with uh, YouTubers Dude Perfect and do whatever the hell that was. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. Like you can't even you can't even wear short. I, I was listening to an interview from Colin Morikawa yesterday. And someone asked him how, how he felt about the Bryson DeChambeau and Dude Perfect going out on the golf course a couple of days ago. And his response was, well, I don't know much to say about it, but I mean, I can't, I can't even wear shorts on the tour right now. But, you know, they were out there hitting tennis rackets, throwing Frisbees and stuff out on what's supposed to be like the most exclusive golf course in the world. But then you get these guys playing with soccer balls and a uh, bunch of random stuff on the three most famous holes of the course. Not quite sure how I feel about it. <laughs> the fact that they were out there at Augusta to see volumes and the, the pull that those dudes have, the, the type of popularity that they have, that is, that's actually insane. I didn't know that. Oh, you, you definitely don't Google what the, the people from Dude Perfect's net worth is. It kind of is depressing how much money they make. Oh, it's got to be insane. They have like toys it's and like nuts. stores and stuff. And yeah, show on Nickelodeon and yeah, all this money. They're like the Rob Deer deck for uh, for like ten year olds. It's nuts, <laughs> dude. I mean, they think of how like e- not not easy or like how they made it, but just think of like how simple of a concept as to what they did to it was gain all them trick shots, all wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now yep. everyone tries to just do that with like ping pong balls, bouncing them off frying pans and shit. And I don't know. You just can't. Yeah. People don't want to see that same stuff over and over. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Dude Perfect's made it as long as they have. But they've kind of evolved, right? Like they, they do like that. They Now they get like celebrities on their show and then they come through and do like the tennis racket, golf ball shot. And I, I, mm-hmm. God, I can't believe that they got an Augusta. I mean, I mean, you could like President Trump could try to go get, get on Augusta and he can't, they can't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's what was crazy to me is how they were out there on Amen Corner and it, it was like eight of them playing. And I don't know. It was yeah, kind of quite ridiculous. I, I haven't watched a Dude Perfect video in probably five years, but I was intrigued to watch this one. It was, yeah, in, my, in my humble opinion, it's kind of cringeworthy stuff to watch. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. They always freak out over when they make a shot, and I just, I don't know. I don't get excited when they when they make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the Dude, same anytime I try to do trick shots, I just, I just go through and I'm, like, relieved that I finally have done it. Yeah. I can't get excited. Yeah, you're like, all right, nice. <laughs> I'll move on. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bryson, uh, he was the one, what was it, last year or the year before, he's got a thing with, uh, with uh, what's his nuts, right, uh, Brooks. He's got, like, Brooks, they yeah. got that little feud going on. Is that still, is that still relevant at all or not really? 
They kind of put it to bed. I mean, they did like they did their match or whatever recently. I think that was in November or whatever. And with Rodgers and Brady and that one. No, they actually they just did a one-on-one match. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Bryson and Bryson Brooks did. I think Brooks won pretty handily. I think Brooks won with like five holes to go or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Brooks is a guy that, like, if he if he wants to golf and he's healthy, he's gonna be in the top ten. I mean, he's gonna and he's gonna or he's gonna win. He's gonna win his matches and stuff like that. Like, he's not a guy that I would ever want to bet money against because when there's fame or money or whatever is involved, I mean, he's the dude. He's gonna fucking he's gonna go out. Uh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, I didn't don't... know if the phone. I didn't know if the phone caught out. <laughs> no, yeah, I was, I was like, kind of so I'm gonna, cut, I'm gonna cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Uh... No, leave it in there. That sounded good. <laughs> 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 just, just the, the utter silence. No, that's uh, what I don't. I don't know enough to. I don't know. Kind of lead us into the next thing ever. So need, that's need my problem. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> So football's a little different, you know. <laughs> I know what I'm so talking. I guess the other, I guess the other big storyline Lee would be Phil Nicholson. Um, yeah, I know been, he had a big. Uh, he made a statement that was, you know, off the record, on the record thing, and yeah. that's pretty much the extent of what I know. Yeah, basically, he said, and Jake would probably know, you know, most. Um, I think he said something about like the Saudis being scary dudes, but then he also said at the same time he doesn't want to play for the PGA anymore. He wants to play in the Saudi Super League. So oh. the PGA was like, okay, well, if you don't want to play for us, then you can't come to the Masters. So. Well, yeah, well, I I don't know if he wasn't allowed to come. Uh, it was more so when all that came out, uh, they basically found out that he was basically leveraging the Saudi league that might happen <laughs> so and uh he was trying to leverage them to get more things out of the pga tour um uh, and either make him more money or do whatever he wants or just give him more power uh which he really loves and then after everything came out he made some instagram posts or whatever about uh having to reevaluate his priorities and take some time to work on himself but for some of that he's just uh, been off the radar so, um, yeah so I don't know how long that's going to last for him until something else happens that uh, makes everyone forget about what he said uh, yeah <laughs> what uh, remains to be seen from Mr. Mickelson yeah, he, was try- he was trying to let, like you said, leverage more money out of the, the situation. But I think now he lost a bunch of sponsors, or oh yeah, at least oh, I yeah. think Ca- I think Callaway suspended their sponsorship with him or something like that. But I know some of his yeah. big sponsors, like completely, yeah, he lost guys with KPMG. Uh, he lost most of them actually. Was he sponsored by his Workday? Was a big one too. I think I remember him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the money, so they're probably gone too. <laughs> Well, that whole situation obviously did not seem to pan out well for him. So, uh, poor Phil, I guess. Out of, let me ask you guys a question. Out of the favorites that are going to be playing, who would you not bet on? 
who do you think is not going to play well? My money would not be on Bryson. Uh, if you consider him a favorite, I mean, I don't, I guess I, he's, yeah, yeah. he's 33 to one ish. He's probably not really considered a favorite. Um, I'd probably say Hovland. Hovland. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my guy. Victor Hovland? <laughs> yep. Yeah, Victor that's Hovland. my guy, the Norwegian. Ah. I, and, and, and it's, and it's for, well, for, for one, he has only played here, I believe, once. Twice. Twice, including his amateur, which he was yeah, low just, am. Yep. Low am the same year Tiger won it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. don't shit out of my don't shit out of my guy. But I I mean it, we're talking favorites. I mean I, it's, I know. it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to fade um, you know all these guys because they're so freaking good. But I just I just would say Hoblin because his short game is yeah. so bad. His yeah. short game and putting is well his putting is picked up a little bit, but his short game it's is, shit. is just atrocious. And and you're not gonna you have to be absolutely perfect with your approaches if you're going to avoid missing greens. And there's so many undulations. There's so many slopes and stuff on these greens that if you're not perfect, perfect, you're going to be chipping. You're going to be in the sand. Also, it's going to be windy for the first three days of the Masters. There's going to be 15 to 20 mile hour winds, and they're going to be in your face for basically the entire back nine. And I just, I just don't think that that bodes too well for Hobland. Um, unless he's perfect. Now, if he's out there and he's hitting the middle of the fairway, bombing like he can, and he's hitting every single green with proximity to the hole of 15 feet or better, he'll win by five. But I just, I just don't see it. Of of the favorite. What about you, Jake? Me? Yep. For me, it's going to be also my pick to win it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So I'm, I'm going to go with Rory McIlroy. He's probably my favorite like athlete on the planet. Uh, I just think he's the best person in general. Great golfer, great driver of the, the golf ball, but uh, he's been struggling as of late. And um, he also has to come over or get over some history, including uh, blowing a four-shot lead in uh, I believe it was the 2011 Masters. So when he was a, a young yep. guy, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he went into that round up by four, and then ended up losing by ten. So uh, yet to be seen if he can get over that and uh, finally get a green jacket. I, is the Masters the last one for him? Yes, that would complete the career Grand Slam. Yeah. So there's there's the added pressure of that. Um, and then additionally, he's kind of said in um, interviews and things like that that he doesn't exactly take golf as seriously as he used to. Uh, he's more content with life, uh, which I can't blame him. But uh, at the same time, yeah, he's, he's struggled. He missed the cut last week. He was hitting 100-yard shots over the green just all over the place. He's another one of those guys where if he's not playing his wedges well, it doesn't really matter uh, how well he drives the ball, even though he's the best at that in the world. So Rory's my pick uh, to not do well, but I'm also just hoping he completes the, the slam. So 
I hope so too. He's he's not my pick, but if he if he a guy like him or Tiger wins, I would get. So I'd not take that at all. take Rory. I would take a Rory win over a Tiger win. I I as a fan, I I think like the Rory. I just like yeah. I probably would too. Yeah, I'd be content either way. Both their storylines would be awesome. Completing that Grand Slam and then having Tiger come back from 400-plus days of not competing in an event or whatever and winning a Masters again, like, that would be unreal. Yeah, that would be a heck of a storyline. Tiger won it a few years ago, right? Um, yep, yep, 2019. Yep. Daniel, who's you, who would your, you'd be your favorite? Um, I'd have to probably say Scotty Scheffler, which – is tough just based on how well he's been playing as of late. I mean, he's won, what, three tour wins in this season already, and we're still early in the season, which is absolutely nuts. He's won three of the last six events that he's teamed up in. Yeah. And that's just the thing that scares me. He's super hot, but, I mean, this is the first major of the year, and I just don't know that he's going to be able to do as well as he's been doing under all this pressure. He's still super young. Um, which I found hard to believe. I, saw, I figured out the other day how old he was. And I thought he was like 30-something just based on the way it looks, but he's younger than I am. He's only 25 and a couple of months of change. It's kind of nuts, but he does, he does <laughs> look a little older than he is. Yeah, he just, he has that look to him that he looks like an old guy. And I, but, yeah, he's only 25. And I think he's pretty middle of the pack when it comes to, like, what you guys were mentioning earlier, how you are around the greens. Mm-hmm. But the thing that kind of bodes well for him is he hits – He's like top 20, I think, in greens and regulation. But it's also that same argument that you had for Havland. If it's really windy outside, like it's going to be for those first three days, it's going to be tough for him to hit those greens in regulation. He's going to be forced to ship and, you know, uh, get a short game going, which is pretty middle of the pack. I just don't know. I think the pressure is going to get to him. I'm not, I think he'll make the cut. He'll probably make like top 20, but I don't think that he's going to win the whole thing like he's been doing lately. Yes, Sheffler's kind of one of those guys that's just, like, he's not really, like, excellent at, like, one thing, but he's not bad at anything. I'm just looking at his, for the year, his his strokes gains numbers, they're all positive, but they're, like, point, he's, he's making, like, 0.15 off the tee, 0.5 approach, 0.4 around the green, 0.6 strokes gained uh, putting, uh, one stroke gained tee to green, that's all kind of, that's, they're, they're all good, but they're nothing, like, great, like, compared to, like, uh, John Rahm off the tee's 1.2. Um, Trying to think of, like, other excellent, like, numbers. Um, you know, like, Victor Hovland gaining over a stroke and a half off approach. I mean, just, there's some crazy, there's just some crazy numbers out there. He's, he's not, but he doesn't have any negative numbers, so. I, I could just see him losing just because of laws of averages. I mean, he's been doing so good. How, I mean, if he wins, I'm just going to tip my chair. You know, I'm not going to be betting him or putting him in DFS lineups um, outside of a few. But if he wins, I'm just going to tip my cap and be like, okay, well, <laughs> keep winning. So I guess that would lead into our next step of who is your, well, Jake kind of gave his away, but who are your picks for win? <laughs> what? I, get, I complete the, the rest of my round since we're all there already is through uh, one of the three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go, uh, well, Lee, who do you, well, 
Who, who's your pick for the top guys that you don't think is going to win? Who I don't think is going to win? Um, I'm going to go uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Okay. He is not going to repeat. So let's just get that the fuck out of there right away. Um, <laughs> that's my easy answer. <laughs> I don't believe in repeats. So <laughs> I got wait. I got a better question for you now. Of the three, of the of the three. Now, since you don't know golf as well, of the three that we talked about, which one of us made the most compelling argument for who won't win? Uh, and who do you think of the three that we mentioned won't win? So you had, um, you had one second here. Yeah. So you had Rory, yep. right? Uh, yep. you had Scotty and what'd you say, Andrew again for your guy? Well, that's not good. That's not good for me, but I said Hoblin. You did say Hoblin. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I think, I think the one who made the most compelling argument was, was Daniel with Scotty. So I do think I I believe that just cause, and that's a lot of pressure on him to be where he's at right now. And like you said, he, well, you said he's only like been there a couple times or was that Hovland? He's remember. actually only, he's actually played the second masters. Third. Oh, this will this be, will be his third. third. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of them was in November though. One of them was the November masters. So kind of, yeah, this will be his second oh. with regards to like the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to go with Daniel's uh, guy. Um, I think that's. Well, it's obviously think, the right answer. So yeah. I appreciate it, Lee. Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> he's gonna, gonna go. Out, he's gonna go out and win by five now. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> give myself be, a. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm gonna give myself a it. ding. I got that right. Um, yeah, <laughs> I never got to use that button before, so I'm gonna do it. <laughs> that's what you should do. Go to like a trivia thing. Yeah, I got a good like like. <laughs> that's wrong. Ooh, there you go. That's wrong answer. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I got I got some stuff here. I got that's noises. That's, Speaking of Steve Harvey from earlier, Lee, that's literally that's the family feud. <laughs> I got I got the game show soundtrack to a game show I never heard of before, but I guess it's from a real show. I'll play it. <laughs> and we're playing the Masters Draft. You should definitely like, do, I that. Like doing that. <laughs> do that. I like doing that. <laughs> I love these buttons. This this new board I got is great. I love it. I got everything on here. I got crickets. I got fucking rim shots. I got it all, baby. Oh my goddamn this jockey. I, nice play you got there. I don't think you should edit that out. You should just keep that. <laughs> keep that well, all right. Oh. Yeah. Don't cut that. Don't cut that. Um, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, so, yeah. so what was the um, – did we say what the format was? I know that Jake already stated who his favorite was, which was Rory. But did we say that we were going to talk about who our favorite of the favorites were, and then like a mid-tier guy, and then kind of yeah, like we can first, well, we can let we can let Jake go, and then we can let Jake go, and then whoever uh, you Daniel, and then I can go, and then we'll let Lee pick his all hair team, and then uh, yeah, we can. I, I mean, we can talk about other guys if you got other guys you want to talk about. I just I just wanted to kind of list out the. Uh, so we don't all talk about the same guy, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then we can do the draft, and I'll just, I'll just pull up like, just, just pull up like a OWGR ranking or whatever, and just kind of, I'll just like randomly generate in real time like who's gonna go first and whatever. Okay. And then and we'll I, just do like snake fun facts at the end too. Or you can do, yeah, you can do fun facts in between before we do the draft or anything like that. We could space that out maybe. Okay. I'll be sick of talking about people. I do like fun facts. 
Yeah. Or not. Whatever you got, I'm up for it. I actually like this. This would be interesting. Should we uh, hop into the sixth one? Yeah. All right. Sure. Let's do it. All right. So we'll uh, skip over my first one since I already talked about Rory being my favorite as well as favorite not to win. <laughs> love that you can't go wrong there you're gonna be right you're you're definitely gonna be right one of the one of the ways yeah. Yeah. exactly i play both sides yeah that's a cop out but that's fine <laughs> gotta hedge your bets i uh bet a hundred dollars for rory to win and i also bet a hundred dollars for rory to lose so exactly so uh my my second guy kind of uh middle of the pack and uh i'll preface these both of these two people that are coming up as I did not look into the stats really. Um, they're picked based on other fun facts about them. So, uh, <laughs> well, I guess uh, I'll introduce this first one is uh, Louis Ustazen, uh King or better known as Prince Louis uh, because he is always second in line. And... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, <laughs> in the majors, he's had seven runners up, and he has the one the one win at the Open. He's done pretty well at the Masters, and uh, he's also a pretty good putter of the golf ball. Uh, I keep talking about the putting, but I think it's really important at Augusta. And uh, I think it was last year. Uh, I lied. I am going to use some stats, but I think he was uh, first in strokes gained putting. Uh, for the PGA Tour for the season. So uh, there's a stat. And then uh, my last fun fact about Louie, and also why I picked him, is he actually travels around with a mattress to uh, all the locations he golfs because he doesn't like hotel or uh, rental mattresses. So he has his own mattress everywhere he goes. That's pretty fucking extra. All right. That's a flex. That is. Well, Tiger Woods brings his yacht everywhere. What do you think it is? Do you think it's a purple mattress? Is he sponsored by somebody? Like, it's probably really nice. He was sponsored by whatever bed brand it was. I didn't bother looking it up. That would be good. He was sponsored by them. Purple's pretty great. Um, They're not a sponsor. I wish they were, but. I think he's been doing it for a long time, so uh, probably before purple existed. Damn. (laughs) Purple's good shit. I laid down a better one. Oh, man. It's great. Recommended. I feel like if he was doing it that way, they should just like do the send it in a box. Yeah, they like should. In, Every hotel. I think he the one he has is just like the one that he loves, and they just ship it everywhere. So <laughs> uh, it's a little a little more cumbersome. It's gonna cost like a thousand dollars to ship that thing every fucking day. <laughs> uh, he makes enough. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been, been working for him the way he's been performing in the majors. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he needed to upgrade to to the to the top model so he can finally get a win. Well, maybe get a or spend less time in bed and more time practicing. Yeah. <laughs> God, he is frustrating though. He just like he's one of those guys that you don't really think about. Like when you're, you know, I, I do a lot of DFS and Daniel does some DFS and I talk and talk to other you know guys that do it. And we never ever talk about Louie in majors. And then he just goes and he's supposed to nice top five and he makes a lot of people a lot of money. It's always there. You know? Yeah. And, and I, th- I think it was last major, he's either the opener or the, or the U.S. Open. And I finally decided, okay, I'm putting Louie in every single 
lineup. And I think that was the major. He just totally sucked in. That's your fault. Yeah, yeah. that's how it goes. <laughs> Should have been putting him in your lineups the whole time, man. He showed you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there must have been like a, a supply chain the way there's something he couldn't get his mattress to that match that major or something. <laughs> That's an interesting thing because like I bet you like the super sharps like know that kind of thing. Like, oh I'm not betting on Louis. He didn't have his mattress with him this time. Didn't show up. Like, it's like, like Harden. People it's like, are like sabotaging it. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Harden when he goes to cities with great strip clubs or whatever and does yeah. poorly, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting conspiracy theory we got running here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what the mattress is for, not for sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's so that's my number two. Uh, number three and kind of the long shot is Rob McIntyre. Uh, he is a Scottish golfer, a young guy, kind of a wild one. He likes to go for it. He likes to go low, and he is also a lefty and. History has shown at the Masters there is a lefty bias. We've had past winners of Mike Weir, Bubba Watson twice, Mickelson, however many times he's won it. Two? Three times. Three times. All lefties, which is wild for uh, how many lefties there are in golf. Uh, So I'm picking him based on the fact that he is a lefty. And that is about it. All I know about him. He's better. He's, I, I like. I like him. I like him this week. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a young. He's a young guy, and he's gonna go for it. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll either be boom or bust. I, I like your pick of Louis as well. Going so going. I just kind of looked it up quick. So going back to 2020, in the majors, the seven majors that were tied 23 Masters, tied 33rd PGA. U.S. Open three. That was 2020. Then last year, tie 26 Masters, tie two PGA, second overall by himself, U.S. Open, and tied third in the Open. So last year, literally two top twos, top three, and then a tie for 20 or a tie, tie for 26. That's nuts to be in the top three for three majors in one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it definitely shows that the the moment doesn't really get to him too much. It could be argued it gets to him in the last round. Yeah. <laughs> and, I've, and I've actually noticed, I was kind of watching some old masters. It seems like in the last round, he just gets very, very protective with his putts. Yeah. Like I was just watching him just kind of nuzzle up putts, and then it would, he would just short it by like four feet instead of just you know going for these putts. And I just kind of like, I was like, you know, he did that in the last, in the Open, in the U.S. Open. He just kind of, yeah, that's what he just tries to protect it a little bit too much. That's what happened at uh, Kiowa when Phil won. Uh, so, yep. it kind of has become his thing. But well, yeah. that's crazy because it wasn't didn't she say Jake that he's like one of the best uh, like strokes gained for putting earlier yeah. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a strong suit, and then he kind of pussyfoots around it. And yeah, so 2021, he was the the leader in strokes gained putting for the season. So, yeah. Don't fix what ain't broken, I guess, but then he kind of gets a little passive, I guess, in that final round, which does not pay dividends for him. Yep. Those are my guys, and uh, I don't know if any of them will win. They uh, each have their claws, but I like them for that. So, 
Well, I guarantee you, Louis is going to be top twenty. <laughs> we'll see. Actually, actually, just looking at—I mean, the the, the Masters—he's done fine, and but he actually, compared to the other majors, he's—that's his worst major. Yep. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to really say that when he's posted like I think eight straight made cuts and like like five of those have been in the top twenty. But <laughs> that's sad that that's his worst major, though. He's due then. Yeah. Yep, just keep him out of your, your draft lineup. <laughs> you know, just for you, Jake, I'm going to keep him out of all my DFS lineups so that he Thanks. Thanks. that he goes second. I agree second now. All right, who's next? I can go. Okay. I uh, kind of alluded to it earlier, but for my favorite of the favorites, I'm going to go with my boy Victor Hovland. I've been a fan of the guy ever since that. Masters that we talked about earlier, the 2019 one that Tiger won. Uh, he was the best amateur in it. Um, and ever since then, he's just been a super successful tour golf player. I mean, I think he's won uh, two PGA events this year and then one European tour event this year as well. So he's got three wins under his belt already. So he knows how to play under that pressure. Um, but just like I alluded to earlier, he is a really young guy too, just like Scotty Scheffler that you know doesn't have a whole ton of experience um, in big moments like this. He has he's never won a major. This will be his third Masters, um, but he's been playing super well. I think he's finished in the top ten a handful of times this year, in addition to those three wins he's got. Um, and just like Andrew talked about earlier, he's a really good ball striker. So like he's really good off the tee and approaching the greens. But that one downfall that he does have is if he misses the green, his short game is not ideal, which is going to be really tough if those winds do look like they're going to be forecasted to be gusting in 20 to nearly 30 miles per hour on Thursday and Friday. Um, But regardless of all that, I just think he's been playing super well, super relaxed, and based on his strengths being ball striking predominantly, I think he'll be pretty fine and he's got a decent shot at winning. So who we got for your mid tier guy? I like I like I like the high blunt pick. I just it's earlier we just had to kind of pick one guy and you know of, of the list, right? I, yeah, I let tough, my, it's tough to like pick out a, a favorite and then do it, say yeah. like why he's not going to win. But mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm actually looking at my list right now. I don't have any Americans, so that's kind of interesting. Hovland's from Norway, and then my next guy is the Canadian Corey Connors, who's kind of like a middle of the pack guy. Uh, I picked him too because he's been like one of the best performing guys at the Masters in the past handful of years. I think he finished uh, in the top 10 in the past two Masters, which is nuts for him being like, he's a good golfer obviously, but he's not like one of those like really popular names that you hear of that's like a super, super talented golfer, but he's been able to play, be in the top 10 two years in a row. Um, And I also read a stat that he ranks second to only Dustin Johnson and strokes gained uh, from ball striking at the Masters in the last four years, which is kind of nuts to me uh, from him gaining so many strokes off the tee and within his approach shot. So I think he's, as far as middle of the pack guys go, I think he's got as good a shot as anyone in that tier of players uh, to make a run at the whole thing. Yeah, Corey, Corey is, uh, uh, he's had some good history at the Masters and um, actually if you take out if you take out 2020 um, 
Dustin Johnson is he's uh, Corey Connors would be the number one ball striker. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, because DJ won the twenty twenty, right? Yep. And twenty twenty was a different little beast. I mean, still the Masters, but it's totally different in 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 August or in no, um, November. Played in November in November than what yeah. it was in, in May. Or right. and and that stat I gave earlier is kind of crazy too. Now that you say that, because DJ took first in twenty twenty, and then was he the runner up to your Tiger one in twenty nineteen? Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> it's pretty crazy to see a, a guy like Corey Connors have that much success at uh, at Augusta. Um, and then my final guy is kind of like a long shot type of guy, which I'm kind of surprised he was at the odds he was at. I think when I checked yesterday, it was, he was plus 10,000. But now that when I checked this morning, he's like plus 8,500. And uh, that guy being Siwoo Kim, um, he's, he's won a lot. I mean, not a ton, but he's won three different PGA events, not this year, but just like in his career. Um, he should have finished a lot better at last year's masters, but I don't know if you guys remember he was, in the final round, he was up there like in the top five, and then he broke his putter like halfway through the round out of frustration. So he was forced to putt with like a three wood or something. You know, um, <laughs> so he, as far as like deep sleepers go, I mean, he he's a guy that knows how to win. Uh, he's performed well at Augusta before, and actually he's coming off of back to back top twenty finishes in the past two weeks. So he's starting to get hot at the right time. So I think he's one of those unlikely guys that can maybe surprise you and make a run. He also has to uh, do it before he has to serve his military time for yep. for, for Korea. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Him and him and Sanjay M. That's yep. what they wanted. That's what they wanted to win an Olympic medal because yeah. if you win an Olympic medal, you don't have to serve military time. Yep. So they have to, they have to do it before they're 28, I believe. Uh, yeah. So, um, I believe another South Korean had to go through that and made it back to the PGA tour, which is pretty impressive for mm-hmm. taking two years off. But, um, yeah, so he's, he's got to get it done. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I, I learned something new every day. Oh, definitely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, uh, and and actually, Daniel, the reason why his odds are going up is because a lot of people are betting him. I mean, it's just yeah, his history. So it's, so it's a good, it's a good pick down there, just because his history there at, at Augusta is very good, and he's also of great form right now. He's hitting the hell of ball, so he will yeah, be he's one of those line. guys like yeah, yeah, that we make. Yeah, he's in a lot of your DFS lineups. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys that is like Scotty Scheffler, where he's like. There's not one part of his game that stands out from all the others, but he's just like a really well-rounded golfer that's been playing well this year. So I'm expecting big things from him. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess I will go. Um, so my favorite of the favorites, and I've been and I'm sure Daniel knows who it is because I've been talking him up all week and even previously to the week is uh, Justin Thomas. Um, he is very popular as a pick in DFS lineups as well as picks to win, um, and rightfully so. Um, he in in the Masters in the history of the Masters, the last five Masters, he has played top twenty two, seventeen, twelve, four, and twenty one, and uh, he's been hitting the hell out of the ball of the three or of the of the leaders 
he is two, but he is third in total strokes gained, um, and that is kind of weighted by tougher in uh, tougher environments. So he's actually um, he's actually hitting the heck out of the ball, and he's got great history there. But even all that was not the reason why I picked Justin Thomas to win. The real reason why I picked Justin Thomas to win is his caddy, the new caddy for the last six months, is Jim Bones the K. He's Phil's old caddy. And the biggest struggle that that Justin Thomas has had at Augusta is his putting. And Jim Bones McKay Bones is going to help him with his putting. And Justin Thomas will be putting on the green jacket for sure. Mark it. I mean, when I saw him have that round in the rain and the wind. And the players? Was that the players? players. Yeah. Hitting every shot you need to hit. I mean, that's that kind of golf. If you can, if you can put that together for a few days, you're going to beat anyone on earth. So, if you can do that this weekend, yeah, he's he's going to win for sure. Um, but uh, so, yeah. let, so let me throw some stats out out at out at you. Um, Justin Thomas is so we're the so some of the most important stats of the Masters uh, approach the green uh, is probably the most the number one uh, most most uh, um, can't say the damn word it's tied with the most winners most, most, most of the Masters winners they're in the top five approach to green um, top five for that field so so they, they hit it close to the green they hit it close to the hole and, that, and that's what they do for the entire tournament they pretty much win uh, Justin Thomas is fourth in the world in approach to green other important stats Driving distance, you need to be able to drive the ball, especially Thursday and Friday when it's going to be wetter. They need to drive. You need to drive the ball far. He's ten in driving distance. Next, another important stat: three putt avoidance. Three putt avoidance is so huge in the Masters. You cannot three putt. I mean, people are going to people are going to three putt, but you cannot have that many three putts. Number one in the world at three putt avoidance, Justin Thomas. Another important thing that we talked about around the green, chipping and putting. Number 18 in the world around the green. And then last stat, that, another important stat is par fives. There's four par fives, and they're huge at gaining strokes on the field. You know, when you can eagle those, Justin Thomas is 18, 16 in the world at par five, strokes gained par five. So just some important stats that he is key on. And, you know, with those, with those considered, you also want to have good course history, which Justin Thomas does. So I just, I, He's rightfully so. He's being picked, and I, I just, I just, I can't see him losing this. This is one of the times that usually when I go through the majors, and you know, I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of guys to win, and so I put a bunch of different guys in DFS lineups, and I bet on a bunch of different guys. I'm pretty much just putting Justin Thomas in everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. You uh, said how how that is, what his ranking is like distance off the tee too. That's going to be pretty advantageous. That uh. I think I know it's at least two holes, but I think it's three holes that got moved back a hand. Like there's two holes that got moved back 15 yards, and I think there's not moved back like 13 yards too. So it's gonna, of course, it's 11 be a little 15. bit longer this year. Yeah, 11 and 15 got moved back 15 yards, but I think there was another hole that got moved slightly back too. Um, there might, of course, be playing a little bit longer this year, and then also with the wind howling in your face like it can do on the back man, it's gonna prove uh, to bode well for him if he's starting to hit the ball real. Real far, yeah. And he's he's just a fun guy to watch, dude. He's he's 
I kind of, he kind of reminds, like, he kind of reminds me of, um, uh, like, Jordan Spieth. And Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas are two of my favorite golfers just because they kind of remind me of myself. You know, I yell and scream a lot. Not, not in golf skill, but I yell and scream a lot. And I get, and I get very, I get very agitated. So you know that, and I get, and I get very, <laughs> and I get very animated. And both those, both those guys kind of remind me of myself when I golf. So I can, I feel for him, but I think I think his uh, his ace and his sleeve is, is Jim Bones McKay or McKay McKay. I don't know. Anyway, oh, Phil's yeah. old Phil's old caddy, so I just I I just like his everything about about him winning. Very nice, very but, nice. But but, um, but I do need to pick I do need to pick uh, other guys. So a mid tier guy that uh, is playing very well. Um, and I'm going to go back to some more stats. So approach to green, he's third in the field. That approach to green is Russell Henley. Russell Henley is, um, I can't remember his odds. It's, earlier it was like 80 to 1. I think now he's, he's, he's up there now. I mean, I think a lot of people have been betting him. Um, it was 80 to 1. I think I see, I see that it's 60 to 1 right now. Um, so he's kind of one of those middle, middle of the pack guys in terms of, in terms of wins equity um but he's just been playing very very well he has not played the he has not played the masters in since 2017 i believe um but he actually has history there and he's actually done pretty well at augusta um, let me pull up quick his uh history so he's had three rounds four rounds uh, top 31, 21, 11, and uh, 15. So he has the history there, and he just he just hasn't found it elsewhere uh, since 2018, so he hasn't been back. Um, but he's been playing very, very well of late. Like I said, he's number three in the world in approach. Uh, par five, he's number six in the world. Around the green, he's number nine in the world. At three-putt avoidance, he's 34. The only thing kind of of the five stats that I've mentioned that are pretty important to winning at Augusta is driving distance, but he's still midway of the field in terms of driving distance, but he's accurate. So he's at least when he's back there, he's still in the green. He's still in the fairway. So I like his chances as, um, as uh, one of those middle of tier guys. My long shot would be none other than Luke List. And I changed Ooh. it a little bit from what we discussed the Augusta, earlier. The Augusta native. Yes. And he, so he, this will be his first Masters, but obviously I'm sure he's been out to Augusta before just this week. I think he maybe played when he was an amateur. Yeah, he, know exactly. he, he won whatever. He was the best finishing amateur a handful of years, a long time ago or whatever. Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, he hasn't been there in ten years. But he's a native of Augusta. I, I don't know if he lives in Augusta, but he, you know, he's like ten minutes lives away or whatever. But um, very, very close to Augusta, so you know he knows. He's familiar with Georgia greens and Georgia golfing golf. But it's not just it's not just the native guy's stats back it up. 13th in the field in approach, 8th in the field in driving distance, 20 in the field par 5, number 1 around the green. He's number 1 in the field around the green. And then uh, his 3-foot avoidance is not too good. He's in the bottom, like, 4th of the 
of the field, but if he's if he's good around the green and he's good on approach, hopefully he's not in those ranges that he can free putt. So um, I like I like him as a long shot to win. Maybe not win, but easily play top ten. It'd be fun if he did win, though, in front of all of his family and all that. So, so yeah, those are those are my three. Those are my three guys. Lee. Yeah. Um, so it's all hair team. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know all the hair team. I'm definitely taking one of them. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll let that out of the bay quite yet. Uh, so we got uh, my number one guy. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Brooks Kapka. I'm gonna take him. Uh, my top guy. Um, I don't know too much about him, but I know enough. Okay, I know enough. Um, <laughs> we're gonna just jump into tier two right away. Uh. This this boy here, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, with the salad, uh, coming out of English, uh, uh, yeah, my Englishman. Uh, he's uh, he's got great hair. Uh, his birthday is really close to mine, uh, so I'm gonna take that guy. And uh, Fleetwood's a good pick. He's uh, I was listening to the broadcast a couple days ago, and they said like the stat coming to the Masters in the past ten years that matters the most is strokes gained around the green and then and for the 2022 season Fleetwood's number two on that list right now so. <laughs> that's, right. that's right that's <laughs> right <laughs> I yeah I knew that sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut huh? <laughs> yeah that's a big one dude second biggest nut in the, in the field here um and uh my last guy and I'm reaching for here um uh where did my list go I lost him um shit Okay, so I know he was down here a little bit here. He was, uh, he's past Barber's guy, I know that. Um, damn it. Oh, all right, yeah, who, this is what I got. Taylor Gooch. I got the Gooch man, all right, <laughs> plus 1,300. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he, I mean, what, he's four past Luke List here. I mean, uh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm picking that guy. The Gooch he's man. He's playing pretty well. He's playing pretty well. Yeah, good name. Wow. He looks like he plays well, I tell you. Um, yeah, Ted Gooch, Americano, uh, he knows what he's doing out there. And, uh, yep, moving on. Yeah, he's got he's got ice in his veins, too, because he got bullied his whole childhood with the last name <laughs> Gooch. He's, he's just used to getting chirped, so he can't get in that guy's head. Yeah, he can't call them, like, you know, bad names, like, and get in their head, like uh, Bryson or whatever. What, they're, what were they calling Bryson? Brooksy. Brooksy. Oh, Brooksy. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, Brooksy. They're, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, those, are, those are my three right there. <laughs> Write it down. I'm looking at the list right now, too. Gooch is uh, fifth for the 2022 season for strokes gained around the green as well. So Playing well this year. Yeah, for sure. Yep. What can I say, guys? I did all my homework. I, you know, the whole field. I picked through every single guy. I looked at the stats. that crunched the numbers. Um, <laughs> had my accountant look at them. And, yeah, it's going to pay off. I can tell. Just don't pick a Dickie Matsuyama. Because <laughs> he won't repeat. So, there you go. You guys, anybody else got any other golfers they really like? You want to talk about that? Jordan. Oh, go ahead, Jake. Always Jordan. If he, yep, if yep. He, did, he does well, it's just entertaining to watch. It uh, is. Just, he's just a fun golfer to, to watch in general. It's like watching me golf, Jake, right? What's that? It's like watching me golf. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, 
super well yesterday too. He, he went five under in his practice round yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty damn good for out at that course. But yeah, I mean, if he's playing well, you can't you can't count him out. So no. worth uh worth a mention there. Um, but yeah, other than that, not really anything. So Spieth Masters. So Spieth in the, like this year and like the latter part of last year has been playing pretty well. But prior to that, he's just he was really, really bad for like three or four years. Yeah, he had even, a swing transformation. So he's back. And, he, and even when Spieth was bad, his Masters finishes are uh, starting in 2017, 11, 3 in 2018, 21 in 2019, 46 in 2020, and last year he was third. So even when Spieth is playing shitty, he still goes yeah. pretty damn well around Augusta. And he's already won one. So. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, you should have had two that next year. You should have won. It should have been back to back. He uh, he he did. He pulled a Rory. I think he put what did he put two in the water on twelve that year. He hit that. Uh, he hit the tree on eighteen one year. Yeah, I can't remember which. Uh, I don't know if that was the one where he got second or if that was one where he was chasing. But uh, eighteen is a n- narrow drive and clipped the tree. So uh, that was the tough one. Mm-hmm. So he played. So Spieth played in the in the Valero last week, and he he finished t thirty five, but he absolutely destroyed the ball besides putting. He was positive strokes gained off the tee, super positive approach. I mean, he's like I think probably top five in the field approach, top five in the field ball striking. Around the green, he is positive. Um, so he actually netted 10 strokes on the field in tee to green, and he lost seven putting. So he actually yeah. he said he said in the interview that it was the worst putting performance he's ever had in life. He missed so, like two three footers in a row. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. nuts. So a dude a dude that is putting really really poorly but hitting the ball very very well is pretty dangerous at Augusta because if he, especially a guy like Spieth who knows how to putt there, he's going to be dangerous. Yeah. Just because, just and just another, you know, another thing. Law of law of averages. He he hasn't putted very well, but he knows the course, so he's putting's probably gonna putting is the one thing in the in golf that can flip on a switch. Yeah, I mean, one stat that some I was listening to the, whatever the live from the Masters broadcast two days ago. They say that you know putting they put such an emphasis on it when it comes to the Masters, but it's proven many times where it's. You don't have to be a great putter to win the Masters. I mean, look at Sergio Garcia. He's not that great of a putter. He won, what, 2017? And Will Zalatoris, I don't know if you've seen that guy's putting stroke. He looks <laughs> so, like, twitchy. And he took mm-hmm. second last year. I mean, so, but if, if his, like you said, if his putting gets hot, holy cow, watch out for that guy. Yeah. I, Will, so Will Zalatoris is so funny. A lot of people are very, like, really want, like, are, are high on Will. They think he's going to do good. I personally, I just can't see it. I I yeah. think that his last his last event was, or his last Masters was. I don't want to say luck because all the, this is not luck, but he putt better. I mean, I he putt better than anybody in the field by like a long shot. And a first timer at Augusta, it just I I think that I think that putting cannot be repeated. So I, I, I just don't see him doing nearly as well. I think he might. I mean, he's, he's good enough to make a cut. You know, maybe a top twenty, but I, I don't see him going much past top twenty. 
Daniel, you got anybody else you want to chat about? Uh, and one guy that I kind of, I think he was initially on your list, Andrew. Was it? I don't know if I'm going to butcher his first name, but I know, Joaquin Neiman. Was he oh, on yeah. your list earlier. I, I don't. I, I was, look, I was like looking him. into the guy, but I mean, he's playing super well. I mean, he, he is one of those younger guys again, but um, he's like top 15 in ball striking, top 25 in approach, and super good around the green as well. So I think he's a guy that could make a push towards the top. Um, but he's also one of those guys that really hasn't been talked about too much. Yeah, I think uh, um, he's, he's uh, Sergio Garcia has taken um, Joaquin under his wing a little bit. They're both Spaniards. And Sergio Garcia is a Masters winner. So I could, mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I think that that's a good little partnership for, for Neiman. Neiman is, is freaking absolutely phenomenal ball striker and he's a great he's great around the green he just struggles with the putter but that's the one thing at Augusta that like I said can flip so you could I could see I could see Neiman having a really good really good masters and he's got some experience there I mean it's not like this is the first time so another thing when you're looking at when you're looking at golfers that I point out is so there has been three first time winners at Augusta Maybe this is one of your stats, Jake. Um, do you know? Do you know who the who the? I can't think of the think of the guy's name. But the first time winners were uh, the first time that the Masters ever was around, the second time that the Masters was ever around, and then uh, one I can't think of the guy's name. In like the seventies. Yeah, it was like nineteen seventy six or something like that. It was the the guy like in their first. Uh, Fuzzy Zeller, nineteen seventy nine, and that was that's that's one of the only three Masters that has ever been won by a first timer by a debutante. And uh, the first, the first, uh, the other two were the first and second year of the Masters ever being existed. So, so it tells you how hard it is to win at a place that you know that you're not familiar with. So that's why I think looking at lineups and looking at betting and stuff, you just want to pick a guy that's at least played a few, you know, a couple times. Usually it takes three or four times before a winner is ever announced. I mean, you look at even a guy like Matsuyama has always played well, low amateur there, but, I mean, 2017, he was 11, 2018, 19, he was 19, 2019, he was 32, 2020, he was 13, and then finally broke through with the win. So another reason why I think JT is going to win. I think one other guy you can't count out is Cam Smith. I know you you love him, but we haven't mentioned him yet, and – Coming off a win at the players, one of the best ball strikers, also one of the best putters, and he's a, a grinder. So it doesn't matter what's going wrong; he's gonna he's gonna play his game all the way through. So I think he's he's one of the top five favorites, top two maybe mm-hmm. even now for betting. So yeah, I think he's he's tied for like top three in terms of like odds. But yeah, I, I love I love me some Cam Smith. That dude is. Uh, Mullet man himself, that dude is I almost very picked funny. him. I almost picked him over Brooks. Yeah. I did. <laughs> well, Brooks isn't a bad pick in a major. But yeah, I mean he Cam Smith is he's he's not one of those guys that's like super entertaining to watch because he's you know, he's not like a Jordan Sweet that goes crazy, but like he's entertaining the fact that you look at him and you're like, Holy shit, what's he doing on a golf course with that bullet? And then also <laughs> he's just like a super steady 
you know, go up or he hits the ball well. He doesn't he doesn't tee it up very well, but he you know, he does everything else super, super well and he just he just doesn't get he doesn't get flustered. He was a runner up good recent success yeah. That's yeah. I was just gonna say. Go ahead, Lee. Look, oh, look at Lee pulling out fast. Yeah, I was here. just gonna say his runner up in twenty twenty one, uh that first one behind Dustin Johnson, but that's it. Yep. That's all yep. I had. Mm-hmm. And then he had he was ten last year. He had two, like you said, runner up, fifty one in twenty nineteen and five in twenty eighteen. So this is his fifth year too. So yeah, that that's kind of that magic number is five appearances to get a win. But if I if I didn't pick JT it was gonna be Cam Smith for sure. Uh, I guess the only other guy that I wanted to mention, I think we've talked about quite a bit of his golfers, is is Paul Casey. I just Paul Casey's been he's been hurt. Um, you know, if he's if he's healthy, I, I like his chances. Um, he's a great approach to green guy. Got to be top ten in the field. Um, approach to green, and he's just solid in majors. Plus, he's got a ridiculous amount of experience. I think he's. I mean, he's been around since like 2002. Like he's been, let's see here, he's been at Augusta, I think, 15 times, and he has made the cut in like 12 of those times, and he's actually placed the top 10 in five of those times. And he's pretty low odds, and he's like, I think I, you know, I bet like a long, long time ago we did that, but I think 10 bucks at 80 to 1. And now he's trending at like fifty to one, forty-five to one. So he's kind of yeah. uh, he's kind of approaching up there. Trending. He's just a really, really good golfer, and I I like his chances, especially if it gets windy and wet and stuff. Yeah, you always like say. an English guy, and and he's got the experience. So that's one of those kind of now he's not really untalkable, but one of those like non-favorite type guys that I could see doing really well. It wasn't he the guy that won a major, uh, however long ago, when it was like really crappy weather, and just was hitting every green. And uh, I think I'm remembering correctly, but yeah, he's. I've heard that it. Might be, that, that, that might be that might be Lowry because I don't think because Casey does not have a uh, Zach yet. Johnson. Oh yeah, Zach Johnson's. I'm thinking of. Yep. Yeah, Casey's kind of like Louis Ustase, and he. I mean, he hasn't had that many seconds, but he's always been like top ten. I think like so he's. He has seventy majors. He's been in seventy majors and twenty, and he's made the cut in forty-nine of them. Twenty-five top twenty-five in those majors. Twelve top ten. Nice. So he's he's kind of like Louis, but not quite as good, but more frequently. Coming back to Zach Johnson, do you think he'll uh, accidentally uh, hit his ball uh, on the? Was that at a gutter? <laughs> The first time he did it, he's done it like yeah. three times. <laughs> he, did it a, he did it a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> he he did he did it. I think it might have been Augusta, like right when they came out that rule that it doesn't count. Yeah, help. and never, yeah. yeah, he did it. And everyone like paused and was like shocked. <laughs> what did he do? He he hit the ball thing. while he was taking a practice. Oh, ball. and it just it went either righty and it just went directly right, like. <laughs> like a ninety degree angle is it's hilarious. <laughs> have to look it up. That's our uh, teacher Ryder Cup captain. Yep. Yes, sir. You're gonna lead us to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does that yeah. shit. Just had to talk about ZJ there for a second. Two time major winner or two time uh, Masters winner. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he's won the Masters a couple times. He won the Open too. 
Yep. Yeah. He's from uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Daniel. Oh, I did not. Actually, yeah, my Uncle Mike's told me that. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for some fun facts before the draft? Let's do it. Oh, for sure. Let's run the fun facts. <laughs> Here's fun facts with Jake Barber. But actually, these facts aren't very fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very cynical look of uh, at uh, Augusta National. Uh, I, I'd almost call it like a, a Disney World golf course. So um, it looks great on TV. Uh, it has all its history, all of that. But uh, did you know that they paint the grass there before the run? Not. They also, I actually did hear that. They, they also add... The they also add blue food dye to the water to make it more blue. <laughs> Fake bitches. And then, and this one I can't really blame them. This one is more on uh, CBS. But when you watch on TV, there are a bunch of bird sounds. They're actually piped in by CBS. I did know that. So they're, not, they're not real. Yeah. Jim, <laughs> Nance, are, Jim Nance said that one time in an interview, I think. Everyone knows birds aren't real. So. <laughs> yeah, birds are controlled by the government. And then this one's actually more of a fun fact, giving them a little bit of credit. But uh, they have these very white bunkers, um, and it's different than regular sand. It's actually pure quartz, and it is like a uh, leftover from mining that's done nearby. So it's uh, kind of like recycling in a way. I thought you were going to tell know. me it was cocaine. I don't cocaine. know if really sounds, but <laughs> I mean, that that would be, if they were a little further south down by Miami, uh, they might go that way. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, pure pure quartz bunkers. So that's why they're so white, and that's also why the uh, the ball doesn't plug really there. Um, so you're not going to get any uh, real bad lies out of the sand there because of the way the quartz is. So, yeah, the those were the, the few fun facts. I don't really have history facts. If you want to look those up and do it on your own time, I wanted these weird ones. <laughs> I like that. Very nice. Very nice. I love it. I love it. I wish You're I did right. my own. <laughs> yeah, you guys should have looked them up. I uh, so I have a bunch of negative <laughs> or uh, geology ones. But, yeah. I, I just was kind of looking on the internet just now and I, one of the fun facts that popped up is very morbid, so I don't even want to share it. Oh, yeah, one of the founders killed himself? <laughs> yeah, and then they buried his ashes there. No, It's like on the property, but no one knows where. Yeah. So it's Unmarked. bone and quartz. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah <laughs> in the bunkers. It's fixing a divot. Um, yeah. Uh, here's, a, here's, a, here's an interesting fact for you. Uh Lee, do you know who Gary Player is? Uh, I've heard of it. Uh, I don't know who that is though. So he's a he's old he's old time golfer. I think he's had I think he's had he's had I don't know he's had he's had multiple uh, masters has masters victories has any Jake? Uh, yeah. Anyway, he's one of the best of all time. So yeah. Anyway, he is the only Masters winner to not have his jacket locked up at Augusta. So all their all the green jackets are locked up there in like the Hall of Fame. He said he he just was, he just kept forgetting to bring it back, and now it's in the World Golf Hall of Fame. His, oh yeah, he, he's a big. Uh, they have all the advertisements for the World Golf Hall of Fame, and he's like the main spokesman. So 
I guess he just he took it and kept it there for himself. But uh, yeah, not not a not a real surprising thing. I, his brother just got banned uh, from from Augusta for they were doing some presentation with I think it was Lee Elder a year or two ago, and uh, his brother like stepped into the frame on TV and like held up like their brand of golf balls that they were marketing. Oh, oh really? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like banned for life now. <laughs> you. You can go like you go there as a patron, as a fan, and they literally will ban you if you like talk too loud. I'm like even on accident, they will literally just kick you out and put your and name down on a list. And you will never oh, come but back. don't worry, don't worry. They'll but let these dude perfect, perfect guys can be going yeah. kicking freaking volleyballs around the goddamn Masters like before it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Throwing Nerf footballs at the hole too. <laughs> yeah, so those those are some facts. We want to jump into drafting now. If we yeah, that. well, I've got a I've got a little name generator. You guys will have to trust me since we aren't on uh, aren't on uh, um, video here. But I've just got your four, our four names in, and I'll just click for the first overall uh, pick. And then we'll just do snake is, after that. Yeah, we'll just do snake. How Love many it. people would pick on? Yeah, uh, I'll just do like a little team of six. Can you re- record these for us so that I can remember? Yeah, I'll write, I, I'll I'll write, write it down, down, too. Yeah, I'll write it down, yeah. too. So the first pick is Jake. Nice. Should I pick? <laughs> uh, second pick is <laughs> Lee. Okay, I was like, yeah, you going to give it to me or not? <laughs> it, was, it, was very, it was very close. It was very close to... Uh, um, to Daniel, so I they want to say catch spinning. And third overall is myself, and then Daniel. Fine by me. So yeah, just uh, so yeah, I think the our rules are just five five picks, and then the last pick has to be like a long shot, like below like thirty, like uh, world golf ranking. Okay, you you might have to call us out on that if you don't. I just have a list of players here. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you'll right. have to probably let me know. But, uh, yeah, and try to keep keep track of repeats because we're gonna get to <laughs> quite a few golfers. Yeah, I'm gonna write yep. them down as we go too. So, um, and here we go with the first annual Masters draft. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna start it out. Just go with the the obvious one and uh, go with John Rom. Not much. Not much. There you go. I was really hoping you were trolling us by going with the obvious one. I'm like, pick some outlandish player. <laughs> Luke, Luke Jake will number one overall. I gotta take the horse. I gotta take Jake, the horse. I will get. Jake will definitely make some random picks further further down. Like here. Well, I'm definitely gonna do it. You gotta just be one wild horse. or crazy. One horse for the course, John Rom. Maybe I'll get a little creative later on. Oh yeah, uh, I'm going Cameron Smith. That a boy. Well, you guys left it too easy for me. I'm going Justin okay. Thomas. Well, I already picked Hovland as my favorite, but I think I'm gonna not choose him in this. Since I get two picks, I'm gonna go with Scotty Scheffler and DJ. I will be going with. My other favorite golfer, Jordan Spieth. Um, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brooks. I'm gonna go Brooks Kepka. Nice. Damn it, you're you're leaving them right there for me. Yeah. I guess I guess I, I, I <laughs> gotta go. With, I gotta go with my guy Rory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, you there you go. Take it, Rory. And you were back. He turns up. around back to back. All right, now let's get a little bit into the weeds. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <on the third laughs> <round. laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna go super into the weeds, but uh, I'm gonna take Tiger. My third pick. Who? Tiger? Hell yeah. I was What's just gonna say Tiger as a joke, but I don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about either. So I can't. Oh, uh, dude, if Tiger's seeing it off, he's got a chance to win. Yeah. He's and he's got a. Good, good chance to win. All right. Yeah, so I, I was hoping to pick Tiger in like four for myself. <laughs> you know what's well, crazy? Snoozy lose. Yeah. You know what's crazy is we never like besides the fact that like I brought up at the beginning like oh Tiger's gonna play we never brought him up like actually like of of chances to win but yeah he's definitely gonna have a chance to win. That's fine. There's a, there's gonna be enough coverage of him this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, and he wouldn't be playing if he didn't think he had a chance to win. Right. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um. Uh. My third round pick. I'm gonna go. Uh. Big Dick Victor. Uh. Hovlin. Nice. That a boy. Big Dick Vic. Big Dick Vic. <laughs> Let's see here. Um. One guy that I really really like is Xander, and we didn't talk about him much, but I like Xander. How you say his last name? Shif- uh, Xander Shoffley. Shoffley. Uh, I love how you said it better, though. Shuffle? I'm going to start with Shuffle. Shuffle? Shuffle. Sound does Shuffle. Yeah, it does sound nice. All right, Daniel, who you got, baby? I'm going to go with the reigning champ, Hideki. <laughs> you fool. And the, big, and the big hitter, Bryson DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. So both of those guys will be out after round one. <laughs> hey, high risk, high reward, man. <laughs> high reward of uh, of uh, bragging rights when we bring this up in next major. So next major, we get to go over there and see Ooh, reigning yeah. chance. I'm gonna make a graphic. I think after every day for this and see where our points are with these guys combined. So nice, perfect. Yeah, I can help with that, Lee. Um, so my next pick. Let's see. Let's get. Let's get on down. Did Daniel do two? Wait. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I gotta go. Or, no, Andrew. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Nope. You did Bryson, right? I'm, you, yep, yeah, Bryson and Hideki. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna steal Jake's guy. I'm gonna take Louis. Louis Oosthuizen. Mr. Consistent. Oh man, it's tough. Um. Take Corey Connors. Well, you really like my insight, huh? Taking all the guys that I was <laughs> he did. I think that Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, you must have a very convincing voice. I, I don't know about yeah. that. I got my next guy's solid already d- done, so I'm not even worried. Siwoo Kim? <laughs> you pick a Siwoo? No, you're saying Jake. Oh, I got that. Yeah, Jake. All right. Uh, well, since he's still there, I guess I got to say Cantlay. I was gonna. I was waiting for Cantlay. I'm gonna I was... back up the ladder. 
And then uh, he's one guy we never talked about either. That yeah, is he's just playing a, phenomenally. Consistent yeah. dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's see here. Who else? Who would be fun? Did not like some of these guys down the list. Let's go with Tyrrell Hatton. Tyrrell. If he doesn't do well, uh, there's a good chance we'll get a, a club throw or something like that. So, <laughs> Hell I'm yeah. all about that. Uh, I'm going to go Tommy Fleetwood, baby. Nice. Please let this guy fall to me, Andrew. Let's see here. Well, you get two, you get two picks at it. Um, I'm trying to think of who's a fun guy that I could. I'm going to go with somebody, the Irishman, and it's not who you think, Seamus Power. Seamus. Seamus. Can't even pronounce his damn name. I just know his last name is Power. <laughs> well, that's the easy one to pronounce. Seamus <laughs> Power. Don't Seamus cut that. Power. Anyway, he the dude is just tearing up the PTA right now, and, and he's he. I just like him. Forty one of forty one in the world. He was seventy two in the world at the end of twenty one. So he's kind of rising up some ranks. All right, so I get to do my fifth and sixth one, huh? Yep. You through. Hey. According to my tally here, no one's picked Colin Morikawa, correct? No. Correct. Ooh. Well, with that being said, I'm going to go to Joaquin Neiman. <laughs> uh, Dana, you're going you're gonna to be illegal now if you pick Morikawa. I'm picking Morikawa as well. Okay. Because I think... Uh, oh, shoot. Oh, I got to go. I got to go high on uh, guy, I huh? think Decky, Decky's 12. Sheffler's 1. Bryson is 19. Get rid of uh, three. guys, but uh, get rid of Neiman then. My fifth pick will be Morikawa. Okay. I was trying to be funny there. I got a little too cute. And then let's see, a guy out of the top 30. I got to go with my boy Siwoo Kim. I was talking about him. Mm-hmm. I, don't want Lee, I don't want Lee to get the trifecta of all my picks. He's like, uh, you probably cheated in, in high school or something, huh? I was just copying everything that. <laughs> When it comes to oh, yeah. golf now, I rounded out with Siwoo Kim before he has to join the military in South Korea. Well, oh, yeah, I, six years left. 25 already. Got to get it done. Time's ticking. <laughs> yeah. I guess you guys just made it too easy for me. I am going with number 73 in the world, Stuart Sink. All yours. Yeah, but I don't know how we made it so easy. I mean, we haven't, ta- we haven't talked about Stewart sink. Sink with a C. Stewart the kitchen sink. Um, <laughs> um, that was yeah, a I guess joke, I by the way. Where that the was a goes. joke, by the way, guys. That was a joke. Oh, it was a terrible joke. Oh, <laughs> well, you're still taking them. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you got now you to take him. Oh, I'm still taking him. I think Stuart Sink's going to at least make the cut. He's going to do better than Decky and Bryson. That's 10 bucks. See, I'm 
not too confident in Bryson and Hideki, but I wanted to take both of them just because they could be the guys that really surprise us. So you're telling me that you wouldn't take the bet, the ten dollar bet that says Decky or Bryson can't beat two or six. You got two you got two top twenty players and I have one All right, seventy three. I'll player. take that bet. I ain't scared. They both might W D. <laughs> that's, that's my goal. Shit, that's probably what he's banking on. <laughs> I think I think I think missing the cut still outperforms withdrawal. <laughs> Say so. Um, is Harold Varner Jr. the third? Is he too he, low? Oh, I love that. I love. No, that. he is not. He is not a big favorite. He is like way toward worst with bottom. He he rocks Jordans on the golf course. Yep. Hell yeah! I love. I love me some Harold Varner. Earl Varner Jr. the third, baby. He is on the list. <laughs> I like that. I like Lee's team better than mine. <laughs> All right, Are Jake, you got the last one. Mr. Relevant. Jake, am I am I do I need someone even further? Or uh oh, or am I am I good? Let me see here, because I think Hatton actually is in um, wow, Harold Varner is actually 40th overall. Is, is Tiger? Oh, is that a legal pick? No, that's, no. that's still that's still in there. No, Tiger's, I was surprised, way, out. Tiger's way out of the line. I'm oh, surprised okay. that. Yeah, so Tiger's safe. He can go with anybody. <laughs> Tiger's safe, which is a bit of a cheat. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can go anywhere with this one. <laughs> Who's going to do it? Fucking Nick Faldo will get back out there and he'll do it. He'll do it again. Could take one of the past winners that like just show up, like a VJ or a Mike Weir. <laughs> oh, if you're gonna pick a past winner, you gotta go with. Uh, um, I can't think of his name. Sandy Lyle. Who's the guy that wears the? Yeah, yeah. Who's the guy that wears the overalls with Sandy Lyle? <laughs> they got uh, Bernard Langer. He's a ancient, and he's still going. He's tearing so up the Champions League. Oh, Absolutely just tearing it up. Hey, why not? Let's get, let's go with Bernard Langer. Right. When did he when did he win like in the eighties? Uh ninety three. I got him Bernard Langer. Oh, he won in ninety three. Okay. He but he won a couple times, I thought. Uh, I mean he was one of the best golfers in the world for a while. I mean yeah. he won it in eighty five as well. By far okay, the yeah, right. old, old golfer That's in the world. Yeah. Except for Except for when Phil decides to go and play and win whatever tournament he wants to. Yeah. Uh, it's it's still Bernard Langer's uh, Champions Tour. He should have been in Lee's all-hair team of Cameron Smith. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> uh, Fleetwood Flea and Bernard Langer. Nice visor. Yep. That's my, that's my guy. Love it. There we go. Put it on the board. Championship. All right. Yeah, we'll just, do, we'll just do uh, total total stroke, like total. Uh, well, we can do like money one between all of them, or just like strokes, like the lowest strokes combined. Yeah, I figured that's what. We and if they make the cut, their their score doubles or something like that. And that doesn't mean a stroke from Bernard Langer, or Stewart Sink. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like golf you, strokes. The money's easy to do too. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with either. Yeah, you tell me what we do, and I'll just make a – I can make a graphic for it. All right. Um, sweet. Well, if you want to track it every day, Lee, we should do strokes. Strokes game. Or, like, uh, strokes overall. Yeah, Good I don't point. know. 
it's it's I think it's nice for just the the listener if they're following along and see on like Instagram or Twitter, um, they can keep up with who's doing how well and shit. But yep, yeah, do uh, do overall, and then you can just like bring up like oh like you know Justin Thomas is number is first after day one and Bryson withdrew so. Trying to speak it into existence, I Andrew. I just did. It is. It's going to happen. <laughs> <Pull through. Yeah. laughs> oh, I'm going to laugh when Stuart Sink, Stuart Sink misses a cut and both Decky and Bryson withdraw. Feel <laughs> some bad beat. Dude, I, I don't even know. who. Uh, Daniel, who do you have in the fifth round? Who was that? Colin Morikawa. Yep, Morikawa. Morikawa. I don't know how he fell to me in the fifth round, but I think it was because we started. If I was, like, I tried to be a little outlandish, but if I was, like, trying really, really seriously, I would have taken Morikawa ahead of Matsuyama and DeShambo for sure. <laughs> but yeah, it probably it, it worked out. Yeah, I kind of went. I kind of went mostly chalky with the first, or not chalky, but like who I really, really liked with the first four, and then decided to take Seamus Power and Shuey Sink. Seamus Power, Dale is going to be in the DFS lineup. <laughs> now we're going to have to call him Seamus. <laughs> now, dude, that dude's that dude's for sure winning now. All right. Well, I think we got a good list here, boys. Um, I'm excited. I really actually like my team a lot. And granted, I I stole half of it from Daniel, but it's uh, well, it looks solid. I like it. Sure. Now you're gonna have to watch. I will. I yeah, will watch this time. Watch, I not not the whole thing, but I will watch way more than I ever have. I can guarantee you that. You're not going to call off a of work for Thursday and Friday. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I will play in the background, probably. If there I can, you go. Yeah, there you go. Least the Masters, the Masters is, is unique because it is uh, on like every single shot you can watch. I mean, it'll literally be on TV from 7 a.m. or the app from 7 a.m. until, you know, whatever, 5 p.m. Yeah, that's nuts. I, I love Jim Nance, so that's what, that's my always my biggest draw. Listen for the birds, the fake yeah. birds. Yeah. Tony! So, they are so yeah, another, so another interesting <laughs> Another interesting thing, Lee, about the about the Masters, since you probably don't know too much about like the term and all that. So when they would like check like uh, the fans in and stuff, mm. they do not allow phones oh. or cameras. So there's like no picture taking, no um, no phones. So no one really knows how like everybody's doing. And then they have like scoreboards posted all over the place. So right. like that's the only way. It's like the old traditional way of following golf. And it's the only way to like see how your guys are doing like while you're at on the field. Okay. Right. And they yeah, change they, they change them by hand too. Yep. But, yep. Oh, yeah, nice. you'll see them all. And it's really cool. So it's like regular so like, field. Yeah. So like every once in a while, you'll like you know on Sunday you'll hear like loud ass like roars for like no apparent reason, and it's because somebody like like Tiger just posted an eagle or something, and and then like a bunch of fans at like 16 saw that he eagled like 13 or whatever, and they all just go crazy for like no apparent reason. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I like the old it's a very it's it's a very fun tournament to watch. Probably my favorite golf tournament to watch. And down. Um, I'm I'm still the open, but that's me. 
The Open is very, the Open is very fun, and the Open is another one that shows pretty much every golf too. The PGA and the and the U.S. Open are, are like PGA is super lacking for coverage. U.S. Open's okay. When's the next one? What's the next? Uh, May nineteenth or eighteenth or something like that. Okay, that's pretty good then. That's good timing. Yeah, so there'll be one every month. So May eighteenth and June. That'll be the PGA, and then June will be uh, U.S. Open, and then July will be the Open. Actually, the the Open will be really fun this year because it's at St. Andrews, isn't it, Jake? Oh, yep. yep. Uh, that's another historic place, but yep. That's not. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess if I had to rank it, and Masters is the Masters of the year. If I was going to rank it, it'd be like the British Open at like a. The British Open at like St Andrews or probably St Andrews, and then uh, the U.S. Open at Pebble, and then the Masters, and then like the other ones. Well, cool guys. I uh, I'm about an hour late to eat dinner, so <laughs> yeah, that was fun. It, it took longer than I thought it was, but it was fun. It, yeah, yeah, it's all part of the journey, and um, yeah, the more we do this, the more we'll get better at it. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted. I'm sure we'll chat and stuff um, while this while the Masters is going on. But yeah, I'll post uh, results so listeners can uh, get an idea who's uh, who's in the lead here. Um, we don't really have anything draft wise, champion, you know, anything up for grabs right now. But maybe that's. Uh, to be determined later or something, or I don't know, or just see how the year goes. I'm not, I'm not really sure. We're still working out the kinks. I like a end of the year prize. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. We can figure that out. I'll buy y'all Chick-fil-A or something. And then maybe something for the, (laughs) the loser to do of each one. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be fun. (laughs) What am I signing myself up for? I didn't know about all this crap. (laughs) I like it. We We got to make it worse. Something. No, I know, but the loser getting a punishment. Damn it. I wouldn't it's gonna be Cambo me. And, uh, and <laughs> I don't think so. Think I don't know. I went out on a, a, a limb with uh, Seamus Power <laughs> and Dewey <laughs> Sink. Kitchen Sink. Kink. Kink. Or um I really like. I really like how Lee pronounced Shafile. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, this is fun, guys. I really appreciate your time, uh, you know, on your Tuesday making the time to do this. Um, yeah, like I said, we'll we'll get something figured out, uh, win or loser, um, you know, just the follow-along tracker of it. And, yeah, I think we're going to do this for every major and um, and maybe more. I don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, we'll probably at that. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe a Ryder Cup special. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, live live need from the Ryder Cup. Go overseas. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Let's let's, let's get uh, let's get this let's get this little podcast popular enough where they invite us to go to the Ryder Cup. That would be very nice. There I think go. we just got to put ourselves in the in the in in the door. You know, we got to put our foot in the door there. Um, the um, the NFL draft in twenty twenty. Is it three or twenty four? I think it's twenty four. Is going to be in Detroit, and I want yep. to see if I can possibly set something up for that. But uh, well, that's down the road. But uh, yeah, hopefully we can make this thing popular enough where we're 
allowed to be in things that are nice and that we talk about. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, once again, thank you guys so much for being on. Um, I'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night here. I'm going to get this thing um, uploaded and um, it'll be ready to listen to in the AM. All right. Awesome. Thanks, all, all right. good, Lee. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good night, boys. All right, yeah, like I said, uh, you can follow us uh, along at Last I Heard Podcast on Instagram and Twitter um, where we have merch, uh, links to um, either of those pages um, where you can listen to us, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, um, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to. And, uh, yeah, Guess that was the last I heard.